All right, we're on the prowl with Professor Hot Sauce. I'm your host, Professor Hot Sauce. Friend of the show, DJ, sitting across from me. How's it going, buddy? Oh, I'm doing really well. How are you doing? Glad to be here, by the way. It's been a long time. Yep, been too long. Been too long. I was just saying how some of the episodes that you're on are, when I look at the analytics, they're some of the most engaging episodes. So, putting you on the spot a little bit. Yep, but you know, we've got to strive to be better. I feel that we can get higher numbers yet. I agree. 97% of the episode was the average listening to. That's pretty high. Yeah. It's not, nice. not much it. room, but uh, I'll take it. So <laughs> we were talking a little bit before about what we wanted to talk about today. And I've kind of struggled with this idea of airing some of my stories yep. because, you know, I like to joke around and, and, and stuff like that. But, you know, I, most of the stuff I say is what I feel or think, or when I tell a story, for the most part, that's what happened. I'm, I'm, a lot of times I change the details. You right. know, I don't want to train wreck or dox anybody. Nope. I, I certainly, the, the reason I use an alias and I, every one of my guests has an alias is because, <laughs> you know, we all have a past. Sometimes we're not exactly proud of it. You know, I've wrestled with this idea of telling some of these stories because some of them are pretty hardcore. And I'm like, fuck, people might not <laughs> like this. People might think that I'm a piece of shit for telling these stories. But fuck it, let's do it. I, I don't think you need to, at this point in, in the in the whole podcast thing, I don't think you need to worry about what people think. You're doing a heck of a job. I know uh, lots of your listeners are loving it. You're gaining listeners all the time. So I'd say just go with the flow. And, uh, you know, the, the beauty of a podcast is there's a play and a pause and a stop button. Yeah. So people, if you don't like it, beat it. That's true. And I think the importance of telling a story like this is to recognize we are human, especially in the, oh. the we're kind of almost in a hookup culture right now. Absolutely. Right. And, you know, I, I've read crazy stats. I did an episode about cheating and, you know, the amount of shit that happens. And anyway, I got that, that I could do probably a solid 10 hours just on, well, hey, I have a whole podcast about sex and relationships. So you know, a lot of these stories, some of them are from the distant past, some are, are not so much, but I had this problem where, you know, I had a sexual fantasy mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden it's unfolding right in front of me. And I don't know if I want to say I was too weak of a man. Temptation's a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Like, I honestly, I could, I couldn't, I couldn't say no. So to, to go back to this story, I ended up on a bachelorette party. Yeah. And I just finished a weight loss competition. I had done, done quite well. Nice. Extra confidence. Well, not only that, but then I realized, you know, maybe I shouldn't be drinking so much. Oh yeah. Okay. Like why, why am I just going out on a Friday and Saturday and getting absolutely fucking hammered mm -hmm. and then being a sack of shit the next day? Cause I'm too, too drunk that I can't go to a gym or do anything really productive at all. Right. So I was kind of in this phase of, all right, I'm not going to drink this month. What happened was my buddy and I, we were out and he, he got hammered and he was saying, you know what? Hot sauce is really fucking weird being out with you and you're not drunk and I'm hammered. He's like, are you judging me? Are you judging me? You think you're better than me because you're not drinking. And I was like, dude, shut the fuck up. All right, like you're fine. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't worry about how I'm doing. Right. 
So anyway, I, I drop them off at home. And were you fairly active, like sexually in between this whole weight loss thing? Or did you kind of abstain? I want to say I was pretty active. Okay. Yeah. During it. Okay. Yeah. So you, you'd gotten your jollies and you were probably, you know, right in mid form, hey, mid season form. <laughs> well, your performance was at an all time high. Well, you know, I don't know. Like it's one of those things. A good friend of mine once told me, he said, it's only a slump if you consider it a slump. Yep. So I don't even know how long it had been since I had had sex, oh, yeah. but it was the last, it, I wasn't worried about it. Yeah. I'll put, I'll Got put you. it to you that yep. way. For sure. Right. So I, I go to this, I go to this bar and these girls are just fucking hammered. I mean, it's a bachelorette, of course. Right. And probably dressed up. Oh yeah. They all looked really fucking good. Hmm. And <laughs> so they're dancing and, and the, the bride she ends up grabbing this guy and, and starts dancing with her. So we'll give the bride a name. Call her, I don't know, Darcy? Uh, oh, uh, that Great name. Darcy. Great name. Yeah, yeah. Darcy. Okay. Cool with that. And then her maid of honor, we'll call her Taylor. Yeah. So Darcy and Taylor and then their, their other friend are all grabbing these guys. And Darcy grabs, grabs a guy and starts dancing with him. And I'm just kind of looking at her with my eyes squinted like, kind of what the fuck? It's a bachelorette, whatever, right? Right. And then Taylor's standing next to me, and she's just staring, smiling, and she's like, she's still got it. I'm like, what do you mean she's still got it? And she's like, oh, she can pick up whenever you want. I'm like, hey, she's hey, she's getting married in two weeks. <laughs> she's like, oh, it's her bachelorette. Sell the fuck down. She's not going to do anything. I'm like, all right, cool. So anyways, I'm dancing with these three girls. Now, Darcy and Taylor. Taylor's already been married. And Darcy's obviously getting married. Mm-hmm. And then their single friend, way too drunk. <laughs> but she starts hitting on, she, her, the single friend starts hitting on me. She's like, Professor Hot Sauce, you got to take me home. And I'm like, well, that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to drive you home. And she's like, no, you're not getting what I'm saying. <laughs> and I totally was, but I just played dumb. Because you didn't want none of that. Because I didn't, I didn't want anything to, to do with that. All right. So anyway, the time comes to drive these girls home. So Darcy's up in the front seat. Taylor, single friender. Automatic car or uh, standard? Automatic. Okay. Curious to why that matters. Ah, stick shift. Yeah, well, so this is going to come into play. <laughs> so I'm driving and all of a sudden Darcy, shift. the automatic shift is in between our okay. two seats, yeah. right? So I put it in drive and then she puts her hand on my hand and then she interlocks her fingers and I look over her and I'm like, what are you doing? And she says... We're going to give her, her husband a fake name. Smart. We're going to, yeah. <laughs> We're going to call him Steven. Yep. So she, I'm like, hey, uh, you know what? If Steven were to see this right now, what would, what would he think? And she says, fuck Steven. I want to marry you. Oh. He's going to, Steven's going to be my side piece. I want to marry you, hot sauce. <laughs> I'm like, ha, 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 Financially, it would have been beneficial maybe for him, but. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I kind of, whatever, laugh it off. But she gets more and more cuddly with me. She starts putting her arm around my arm, and then she lays her head on my shoulder. And I'm just, in my head, I'm like, this is not good. If these two girls in the back say anything, like that's not cool. I'm so you're in a tough spot because you're like, I'm I'm the driver. I'm driving. It's important that I drive properly to get these yeah. three home. And if I get upset at the passenger, even though she's getting a bit handsy, 
then it brings attention to you too. Yeah. So then all of a sudden somebody has a bright idea because, you know, you're drunk. What do you do when you're drunk and you're driving home before you get home? Well, there's a, there's a little place that I like to go. Yeah. It's got some golden arches. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that suggestion comes up. Hey, let's stop by this, uh, this fast food restaurant that serves. Right. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Okay, fine. So we're in the, we're in the drive-thru and I love to wear a Speedo. And sometimes <laughs> I like to, I like to show it off a little bit. <laughs> so one of the girls says, hey, professor, are you wearing your Speedo? And I'm like, I am actually. <laughs> and they're like, no, you're not. I'm like, no, for real, I am. Like I was, what I was planning on doing was giving you guys a strip tease for your bachelorette. Oh, nice. And and they're like, no, you're not. I'm like, I can fucking prove it. So like I pulled out my pants and then I, I legit 100% was wearing my Speedo. And then they're like, okay, if you say you're going to do that, you actually have to fucking. It's true. You have to fucking do it. It's like uh, that girl that, that says, hey, you know what? Nah, I can't tell you. <laughs> it's the worst. I'm so, I'm so bad for that. Oh, man, I got a great story. Well, what is it? I probably shouldn't tell you. Bastard. Yeah. So <laughs> we're at this drive-thru in McDonald's. McDonald's and they're like, ah, oh, fuck, everyone knows who it is, whatever. <laughs> they don't sponsor us, those motherfuckers. Anyway. Like throw a filet of fish our way or something. <laughs> oh, man. So I said, where the fuck am I? Where are we supposed to do this? We're like, it's not fucking warm out where we live. It's pretty fucking it's cold. It's not usually, that's for sure. Right. So that's and another. And night. And that's, never warm at night. And, and that's, yeah, three in the morning. That's, that's another issue too with striptease. It's the temperature. Anyway. <laughs> So, uh, all of a sudden, one of the girls is like, well, there's a park over here. I say, okay, so before we do this, like, I'm going to give you the opportunity to veto this right now. Because <laughs> I don't want this to get misconstrued as something that it shouldn't be. Right. And none of them veto. They're like, we're cool with it. I'm like, okay, cool. So, we go to this park. So the, the three girls sit on this, this park bench. Now, this, there's another thing I love to do, and I've been doing this for years. I'll go to bachelorettes, and I'll say, I'll joke around. I say, you know what? My rate's $300 an hour. <laughs> I'm the best male stripper you'll, ever, you'll right. ever get. And no one has criticized me as being a bad stripper. Right. Most of the people say it's comedic. They don't say it's sensual. That's just a different style. It's a different style. Yep. So anyway, my song of choice, and this is the greatest. Do you know what the greatest stripper song ever is? You probably know the song because you probably heard it. I, I do. I think there's a few different ones that are pretty sweet. but uh, You know the one I would choose? I don't. You don't? I don't think I do. I mean, oh. I could throw a guess out there. But... Throw a guess out there. <sighs> if it's I'm too sexy, I will lose it. No. Okay, thank you. You go for it. It's uh, it's Pony. Oh, by yes. Yep. yep. Greatest, great, greatest song. male stripper song. Yeah, no, ever. that's for sure. For any of you male listeners looking to get in the game, that's or to score points with your significant other. Yes. Yeah. So, anyways, I'm playing this on my fucking phone, <laughs> and we're <laughs> three in the morning, and like I go into it, I take off my shirt, I take off my pants, yep. and like I am right i'm straddling them at this yeah. point i got my knees on the park bench and like my entire body's up against their <laughs> body and then what happens next is where 
I just kind of lose control of the situation, and this is where the bad shit starts happening. Oh, okay. So all of a sudden, you know, the the one girl grabs my Speedo and pulls it off. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm, like, buck naked, and these these girls, you know, because I was straddling them, they were rubbing their hands yeah. on the sides of my legs. And rubbing. your bouncer wasn't there, was he? <laughs> No, he couldn't be like, hands, hands off the off. talent. Yes. No hands off the no talent. No touching. No touching. <laughs> so now they're getting handsy, and my physiological reaction becomes somewhat noticeable. Mm, hard to hard to not uh, let it happen. Yeah, very hard. <laughs> very hard. So now, all of a sudden, there's a couple of looks at my genitalia and then up at my face a couple smiles and then oh what do we have here right and before i know it i have two girls starting to give me a blowjob at the same time mm. sounds like group sex well i no i wouldn't consider that group sex oh. <laughs> but so here's what's running through my brain at this point yeah the only thing that's running through my brain is holy fuck, this is actually happening right now. Right. And, like, I don't know about you, and I'm not trying to use this as an excuse. Right. But that's a character flaw for me. If if you're going to, like, that's, honestly, that's a sexual fantasy of mine. That, what exactly was happening at that exact moment in time. Two girls on. Yes. And that's all I'm thinking about at that time. We fucking finish up, go home, never speak about it again. Where's the third girl in all this? She's just sit. She was also on the park bench, but she was just kind of like pretending it didn't happen. Okay, is this the is Taylor was off pretending no, it didn't happen? No, the single girl was the sick. single girl. This is yes, what? yes. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so, so here's the thing. I don't know these guys, these dudes right. at all, right? right? Don't know them from a hole ground. Mm-hmm. Didn't really know these girls. So then this happens. I wake up the next morning. I'm like, that was simultaneously the greatest thing that's ever happened and the worst thing that's ever happened right. in my life. And now I'm thinking, I'm like, I just became that guy. I just became that guy I fucking despise. Because I, well, I did. I, cro- I totally crossed the line I should have never crossed. Yeah. But they did, for sure. Who pulled off your... You could have stopped it, for sure. Yes. So this is this is the reason I've wrestled this in my head, is because I'd like to justify it on them being more wrong, and we can do that accountability game oh, yeah. all, all we day want. Long. Yeah, all day long. But I always had the power to stop it, and I didn't. No, you're right. And, I mean, you were the sober one. Exactly. That's the other thing. Yeah. Like, I can't, even, I can't even use that as an excuse. Not that I would ever want to use that as an excuse, because I think that's a bullshit excuse anyway. Yeah. But I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, and it really bothered me for fucking, and I almost, I almost get these thoughts in my head, like, I should almost tell that. Right. And I mean, was that your intention when you picked them up? Well, never. See, but, but, but again, and this is, this is where... You know, the reason I wanted to put this out there is because, you know, that's a pretty significant mistake. And I really don't like that about myself that I did that. Right. That's fair. 
And the reason I wanted to talk about this is because it's like, it's like a personal flaw of mine that it's a weakness, right? Like, like you could talk, I'll give you an example. Yeah. So, you know, you, you can talk about addicts, right? You could talk about somebody who relapses on drugs or alcohol yep. or gambling mm-hmm. and, you know, they got to check themselves in, into rehab. I almost feel like that was what it was for me. Right. I almost felt like I couldn't help it. Like what? as much as I knew it was bad, yep. I almost felt like I couldn't fucking stop it from happening. Does that make sense? Oh, 100% it makes sense. I mean, <laughs> well, to get to that point where you're buck naked and two girls start touching you and making you feel nice, that temptation is huge. And then they put their lips on your I know. On, on your wrench. I mean, <laughs> you're only a man. And I would like to see what this Stephen would do had there been two girls doing it to him, doing it to him, would he stop if, I don't know, maybe, maybe not. So let me, and you're, you were a single guy at this time. I was. Yeah. Uh, I mean, sure. Was it wrong? Yes. Are you to blame a little bit for sure? I mean, well, you could, you could have stopped it, but the girls too, like you say, drunkenness isn't an excuse. It, it hurts. It hurts your ability to, you know, control your inhibitions. And if you see something and you want to, you want to see it. Yeah. I, t- I think, you know, it's, it's the promis- promiscuity or however the fuck you pronounce <laughs> that becomes more prevalent when there's alcohol involved. I definitely 100%, agree with that. 100%. 100%. But I'll, I'll ask you a very pointed question. Sure. If you were in that situation, what do you think would happen? Well, right now. I wouldn't get to that position. Okay, so that's that's kind of where I feel like when I revisit this scenario is did I envision that it would ever go there? Right. No. Having said that, as a joke, I did put on the speedo as you a sexual did. joke. Yeah. So I wasn't explicitly thinking it would happen. Right. But I think maybe subconsciously it's like, you know what? be really cool if things went a certain way well yeah because they, they asked you to do it and you could have said well i'll do it for the single girl or well if you pay me <clears throat> yeah so like there's you know and i'm I'm, a, I'm the type of guy who usually does quite a bit of you know sexual innuendo and oh. things like that with everybody right guys girls single not single yeah you know 99.99 percent of the time it never materializes to anything right but in this particular instance, this 0.01%, now I'm in this fucking situation where it's like, oh shit, you know, this is a sexual fantasy of mine. Yeah. I know it's morally wrong yeah. to do this, but it's like it's like an addict right. getting his feet at that yeah. at that point. For sure. And and I constantly think back to that moment and I'm like, fuck, why did I do that? Yeah. But I, I think deep down inside, I did actually want it. Well, for sure you did. For sure you did. You wanted it because it happened. And if you didn't want it, just like the girl who was super drunk, you would have yeah, been I like, because uh, if you wanted, if the could it, point of the night was to get your dick sucked, you could have went home with that single girl earlier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and I could have also at any point been like, you know what? This is inappropriate. Like when we were in the car and she had her arm around me and shit like that. Yeah. That should have been a signal. Okay. No sexual innuendo from this point on. Right. Because that's just escalating a situation that doesn't need to be escalated. Now, 
So it ended. How did it end? That, so that, that dropped... scene, that scene, sorry, in the park, how did that end? Like, did you get off or? No, it was, it, it, it didn't go on very long. Okay. I think all of us were like, what the fuck? Right. Yeah. Surprisingly, <laughs> there was not a ton, at least from my perspective, a ton of remorse from what they had just done. Right. It was kind of more like, oh shit, we can't do this. Right. It was fun while it lasted, but, then but it's, it's done. Yeah. And I think all of us kind of came to that realization and it was like, okay, you guys got to, like, I got to drop you guys off. Right. And initially I was planning to drop all three of them off separately. Oh yeah. You but I do just, it then. No, at that point, the next house I got to, I was like, all right, you guys, Man. you guys got to figure out your own ride home. I can't. What do you think that single girl was thinking? You know, I kind of want to have her on this podcast. You should. But she was so drunk. She was the drunkest of the three. She might be blackout drunk at no, this point. But Not quite. I, I, I honestly wonder how much of the of that situation she actually remembers. Right. Now, if you have her on, people tend to recognize voices. <laughs> Do you think that would lead to more? This happened a while ago. Okay. You know, it's not crazy distant in the past. Yeah. But So this uh, Darcy and Steven, are they still together in, as far as you know, in a happy relationship? Yep. You would... <laughs> <laughs> I've got I've got a hypothesis that you know she might actually be pregnant. I don't know. Oh really? Yeah, I know they're trying. Yeah, trying to have kids. Oh yeah. So they're they're definitely together. Yeah. Well, and you know what? I think I think it's um I don't think it's worth blowing up their relationship because you don't know how he'll react to it or how she'll react to it. Yeah. And or I mean, if that's actually the person that she is, that will come out at some point i think yeah exactly like if if she continues doing it right right exactly and you know i'm not going to put myself on a pedestal and say i'm the only guy that if she's going to do something like that it's good of you (laughs) it's probably i'm probably not the only guy that she's had those types of advances with right so 100 percent, and i think that's a lot of the situations where it's like uh, somebody cheated on someone else does that someone else, does that matter who it is? Because it was going to be the next person or the next person or the next person, likely. Yeah. Like, it's always flattering to think, oh, I, I was able to sway someone out of their out of their relationship, whether it's dating or married or whatever the case. Yeah, because I'm fucking special. Right? No one else is. That's right. Yeah. And, but here's the thing. Everyone's special. You listening, you're special. <laughs> <laughs> that but, is true, though. Yep. That is true. Yep. And I agree with you. I, I've had this conversation with another friend of mine saying, you know, don't, don't think of yourself too highly. If that's going to happen with you, it's very likely it's going to happen with somebody else too. I, I don't even know if it's too highly, but don't even like this thing. Don't let it hang on you too much because it likely would have happened maybe with someone else that night. Who sure. knows, right? Well, and that's kind of the point. Like when we showed up, she was definitely flirting. And, like you and, said that, yes. And this was the concept when I kind of called it out. It's that whole feeling of I still want to know if I have it. Yeah. Right. Like I've been I've been with the same guy for 15 years or whatever yeah. the case may be, and I mean that's close to how long they'd been together. Yeah. Finally, fucking getting married. Right. And it's like I just want to know if I still got it. And it's, yeah, she still got it. <laughs> she just about had it. yeah exactly (laughs) but that's the thing i really i really think you can't beat yourself up too much about it because i think she was 
pretty much a hornball that night. And her friend really enabled her to like, Oh yeah. Taylor, you're a bad girl. I think Taylor comes out <laughs> looking the worst out of that. Honestly. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. Necessarily. Okay. So we're talking about, you know, right and wrong and stuff like this, but let's, let's just sidetrack a little bit okay. and maybe, uh, tell you if you, or ask you if you enjoyed any part of that situation, oh. like specifics. Oh, I'm not talking I just, did. just the vision of those two girls on your deck. Let's hear, I'm sure the listeners would like to hear a little, <laughs> some specifics, you know, getting some detail. Well, I mean, the, you know what? Replay it for us. Replay it for so, us. So honestly, I think the moment you know somebody's turned on is probably the high point. Yep. So at this point when I'm literally stripping down and I'm straddling these girls on this, on this bench, yeah. and the one girl puts both of her, her hands on the sides of my legs and starts like stroking at that point i'm like oh fuck this this is pretty cool right and then yeah you know the hands start going to the chest and then the other girl starts doing it too and so you got multiple hands all yeah and then the one girl's going oh what do we have here and that's kind of where it's like oh shit can't control this part of the body right now. Right. And that's when it's, you know, they make a comment like, oh, somebody's getting excited. Yeah. Yeah. And then. And they probably look at each other and giggle a little bit. and Yeah. Close. Yeah. There, there, there wasn't giggling. Not giggling at the size or no, lack not, or girth, not, but. Not giggling, period. It was just like, there was a, a, almost like a satanic smile between oh, the two of them. You want to do this? Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> that's exactly how I yeah. visioned it, right? And yeah. I saw this happening. Yeah. And I'm like, oh fuck. Yeah. This is this is gonna happen. This mm-hmm. is gonna happen. Yeah. Right now. I'm I'm impressed that you held back and didn't blow your load, but uh, I I think uh, other people, you know. So I got I talked about this on the last podcast too. Well, I got this I got this problem. Where, like, I, I, like, never get off. Ever. Like, hardly ever. I do the odd time, and it's just so, From like... From head or sex? Anything. Really? Yeah. Okay. Except this one time where I, like, two seconds in, I did. I was... Oh, right. I remember that. I think I maybe story. told you Yeah, about that. I remember this story, yeah. But, yeah. And or I might have heard it. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, we it wasn't going long enough for anything to really happen. Like, right. we, we kibosh it pretty soon. Right. Like, it was it was, like maybe a minute not even right like it got kiboshed like right away so to the start of it was kind of pornish where where the girls kind of look at each other and then one girl grabs your balls the other one grabs a shaft did they like no they're both on the sides yeah they're both on either side and kissing each other no 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 i wish that like that see and again this is what's going through my head is (laughs) i'm like holy fuck yep like this would be cool if you're like making out with my cock in between your lips it's hot yeah. But they were kind of just like looking it up and down the shaft. Oh, shit. Did yeah. either one of them put uh, engulf your your manhood into their mouths? <laughs> uh, you know what? That's when it stopped. So it was happening. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, we got to stop. That's that's when it started. That's when it stopped. Yeah. That's when it really became real. Yeah. And then it's like, uh, no, <laughs> this, this has like, got to stop. This is actually not fitting in my mouth. We got to stop. Well, it wasn't, it was, I appreciate you saying that, but that's not what was, that's not what was happening. Yeah, well. 
Yeah. I don't know how I feel about this being out there now. I don't know. It happens all the time. And you know what? It's impressive that it only happened for a minute, 60 seconds. The lead up is probably the biggest thing. And they were, like you say, maybe they're the anticipation. They were thinking, you know, I wonder if we can do this. I wonder. And maybe they, like the one Taylor, maybe was like, you know what? Things aren't going great at home. I wonder if I can step out and won't feel guilty about it. Because if I don't, then maybe I'll continue doing it. Maybe she did. And she felt guilty and was like, put the brakes on. Same with the the Darcy girl. I mean. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's fucked. Too much to think about sometimes. I feel like it's not as uncommon as I'd like to think. Oh, no. It goes further for sure. Oh, for sure it does. I just like to think that I'd never. I mean, I've seen I've seen my friends do it. Yeah. So the amount of bachelor parties I've been on, yeah. I've seen a lot of shady shit, man. Right. So much. And the amount of bachelorette parties that I've been involved oh. with. Yeah. I've also seen equally shady shit. Which but, is oh. impressive. I mean, I back in the day when I used to work in the industry, uh, saw a lot of saw a lot of bachelor parties every Friday, Saturday night, pretty much. And there is some shady, shady shit going on. And some of the girls have a mission before the night goes. We're getting her drunk. Yeah. She's, she's going to do well, things. and Guys and do the same thing, right? 100%. I saw bachelor parties too. Yeah, I mean, it, there's extremes. There's ones that people think are really lame. There's ones yeah. that people think are super crazy. It's the nature of the beast. Whatever you can handle yourself, I guess that's what you do. But you, you gotta, in the end, you got to know you got to live with yourself after no matter what. So I'm going to have an annual bachelor party. Right. Celebrating my uh, bachelor lifelong bachelorism. Sure. So I'm going to Cuba. I'm going to Mexico. I'm going to Vegas. All within the next six months. Nice. So at each location, I'm thinking of somehow throwing a bachelor party. And then like live podcasting on location. And uh, we'll see what happens. Excellent. Yeah. I'm I'm interested to hear and and uh, maybe see some pictures. Well, I don't know about pictures, but oh, I mean, I don't mean of the the night in question, <laughs> but uh, of the whole trip. I mean, oh yeah, should be yeah, a blast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, to listeners of this podcast, we got this wheel that I ordered off Amazon, and <laughs> it's, it's pretty stellar. It's it's filled with a bunch of shit on it right now. So we're gonna do a spin, and then we're gonna do whatever it says. Uh, uh. So, so it could be like a top. I don't like that one. Oh man. Okay, you ready? Yeah, sure, go for it. What does it say? Drink! Ah, drink. All right. You want to take a quick recess, get a fresh drink, and then maybe you can return with a story? Sounds good to me. So I had a Churchill Intrepid IPA the first time. I'm going to try this Plainsman Pilsner. Oh, yes. Thanks th- Thanks for the segue. Oh, no problem. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, Churchill Beer. Oh, man. We just cracked another one. Also, G-Dub, thank you very much for these stools. Yeah. DJ, last time he recorded a pod. Oh, shit. <laughs> almost uh almost foamed up a little too much well the thing about the churchill beers it seems like they really fill them up you know <laughs> it's not like uh certain bags of chips that are half full nowadays yeah, yeah. yeah. right to the brim so you like these chairs that g-dub generously I love the in? stools the stools yeah, yeah, yeah okay so dj i talked a lot yeah buddy and now everyone thinks i'm uh i'm a slime ball no We'll see. We'll we'll let the listeners comment and let let me know. I sound worse. Okay, let's hear it. Well, okay, so this is uh, 10, 15 years ago. Holy Live- fuck, you're old. <laughs> I'm 25, man. I was a young starter. Wow. <laughs> anyway, so I was living in a different province, fairly young. Things were fun as a young guy. 
no worries. I was single, living a good life, having, having fun. Did what I wanted to, no really worries. A group of friends we had was cool. Thing, we'd go out every once in a while and, you know, you, certain areas of the city are almost like small towns because you get to know kind of people that, in bigger cities, people don't travel a lot to other areas, if that makes sense. Yep. Anyway, so uh, see this see this one lady. She's an older woman, um, about 10 years older than me. And at that stage, I was really into older ladies. I mean, watching some porn and stuff. And you're yeah, like, so okay, she's, she's, MILFs. She's you know? 20. <laughs> she's 20. Yeah, right. We start kind of flirting. And she's, she's a really beautiful girl. And I'm attracted to her. And um, we have really good conversations because bump into each other once every couple weeks at a certain spot. And I know she's got a ring on. And then one time we were out uh, getting at her and I see her, hey, how's it going? And oddly enough, her name's Darcy. Wow. Man, these... Different provinces. Still. It's crazy. It is crazy. Darcy. Anyway, so she doesn't have her wedding ring on. Mm-hmm. So we're chatting along and I'm just like, oh, I see that uh, you don't got uh, your ring on. And we'd, we'd kind of text back and forth. This is before, like, smartphones or anything. So it was really, it took a lot to text. T9. Yeah, T9-ing. I T9'd the heck out of her, let me tell you. That's um, going to be my new saying, T9. You should get, do you mind if I T9 you later? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Um, but, yeah, so uh, so we started chatting. She was like, well, no, things aren't going so well. I'm like, oh, really? And right there, I don't know what it was inside of me. And I, I was about, you know eight drinks deep, give or take. I know I see this now looking back that I was just like, you know what? I think maybe there might be a chance that my fantasy might come true here. Which was what? Older lady? Yeah. Like okay, Melts. Yeah. yeah. How, old, how old was she? Ish? She's about 10 years older than me at the time. So I'd say about 40. 40? Okay. 40, 35, 40, somewhere in there. Okay. And so we, we flirted, like we used to flirt a little bit, but not nearly as obvious. Uh, this was getting serious, and one of my buddies is like, "Oh, what's what's going on tonight here? You guys look like you're really into it." <laughs> I'm just like, "Well, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where things are going." And he's like, "You know, she's married, right?" I'm like, "Yeah, I do. I do know that." And I grew up in a moral home, and actually quite religious home. And I've kind of strayed from that, and uh, kind of went my own path, but. Uh, like to think still I know right from wrong. And at that point, unfortunately, I didn't want to do what was right. So we ended up at a house party and and progressed a little further and got into it a little more. So, yeah, we hooked up. I didn't feel great about it the next day. I mean, I look back at the time and, like, that was a sexy, a really good time. Yeah. The sex was unreal. And I think part of the problem was... Pardon me, that was, um, she hadn't been looked at like that for a long time or that closely. Like, sure, other people, passerbyers, yeah, give her a little attention, but I gave all my attention to her and and she loved it. And it was legit attention. It wasn't bullshit. Right, exactly. It was like, damn, I think you're awesome. Was I pursuing a relationship? No, and I, I, I told her, I, I don't know how long I'll be in this city. I'm not interested in, in dating anyone. And it wasn't towards her, like, I don't want to date you. It's just like, we had talked. She's like, how come you don't have a girlfriend? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. That old chestnut, right? Yeah. And I, and I like that. I mean, that was flattering, too, because I thought she was out of my league. But 
sometimes I think in when a late when a, there's a opposite the opposite s is in a relationship they just need that attention and it bumps up the next guy or girl like two three spots <laughs> takes a six to a nine or or six to an eight right well we were talking about this a little earlier everyone's special right in their own right and everyone mm-hmm. wants to feel special mm-hmm. so when that somebody makes you feel special it yep. feels good yeah and it makes that other person look damn good i think but anyways so yeah we we had sex it was great it was it was a ton of pleasure it was all night and then after that i obviously sobered up and my my inhibitions were a little bit more controlled and and so we didn't t9 um as much told her i kind of felt bad because you know you you have a family and and she's like you know what and this kind of brings me to the point when i was saying to you that it could have been someone else she's like i i just needed to get that off my chest i i wanted to um not use you but i wanted to be with you so that I could see if there is a future or if it's time for me to move on from my current. Yeah. I was like, okay. So I didn't have a say in this? <laughs> we were using each other, really. I yeah, mean, you were at the end of the day. My fantasy got fulfilled. Was it worth it? Because I, I did feel super shitty for quite a long time. Did I get over it? Yeah, they're not together anymore. Live far apart. I haven't talked to her in probably close to, I don't know, seven or eight years. Something like that, because we only kept in contact for about a year or two later. Yeah. And it's just very rarely, because I did move away from that city. And I wasn't going to travel all the way there just to, just to get a booty call. But yeah, so it was fun, but it had consequences for sure. I mean, emotionally and mentally, it, it hurt me a little bit. And, and then also, I didn't trust girls for a while. Well, this is a fucked up thing for me. Yeah. <clears throat> is, again, the older I get, when I, when I was 20... Mm-hmm. I would never have done that. Right. You know, and, and I think that as I get older, I get more jaded. And I lose trust in almost everyone, not only because of what I've seen from women, but also the actions I've done myself. Right. You know what I mean? And I kind of feel like I've heard this story so many different times and so many variations. Yeah. That it kind of says to me, A, it's justifying my behavior in a shitty way in my mind but it also makes me question are we maybe wired a little bit that way and i read an interesting article or blog i don't know how much science was behind it but i want to say there was science behind it yep and essentially what it was saying was that if it weren't for religion and stds we would not be a monogamous society that's fair that's fair and and I, i really truly believe that as human beings, we're kind of wired for sex. Our bodies tell us that we want it. Yeah. We want it. And we want it, at least for me, you know, I want it constantly. And I would like to say through the lessons of my environments and my parents and my peers that I would have been able to walk away from that situation or the story you told yeah. and the countless other stories I've heard from my, my friends where they regret their decisions, but ultimately they put themselves in those positions oh, yeah. full well knowing that could happen. I'm taking full blame for that, for yeah. sure. And so am I. Yeah, but- you are. And I think the listeners, I mean, it's not easy for either myself or uh, the sauce over here to uh, to tell these stories. And we've debated whether we should say these stories. But maybe it's also a little bit of therapy for us to 
get yeah. it off our chest, oh, right? Oh, for sure and, it is. And, it, and it's good to let it go because, uh, I mean, one, we're not perfect, and none of us are. Nobody's perfect. We've all fucked up one way or another, uh, whether we liked it or not. When we did fuck up, it's not like any of us had it, you know, we're like, oh, I'm doing the right thing. No, you think I'm, I'm about to do something that's not right. Yeah. But the pleasure that I'm about to do, I, I think it's worth it. And in the end, maybe it's not worth it. Yeah, I think ultimately it comes down to who are you looking out for more? Are you looking out, out, out for your own self-satisfaction in that moment? Right. Or are you looking out for the empathy? How right. would I feel if I was in this other person's shoes right That's now? That's right. And it's hard to keep that perspective. I mean, perspective is a huge thing. Focus and perspective. And it's hard to think of someone else. At that time, you didn't even know the person. And I had no idea who this guy was. But that shouldn't matter. It's still, it, could, it, it could be my dad. It could be your brother. <laughs> it could be anyone, right? But I guarantee, okay, but I'm going to call that out. I'm going to say if, if, if it was your dad or your brother, you probably don't do it. You would do it way less. I would think you would do it in way less. Although, you know what? I dated a girl. I once dated a girl who she gave me the story. She said, yeah, things haven't always been good between my sister. And I was like, well, why? And she's like, well, it's tough to talk about. And I said, you know what? Like, it's fine. You share this when you're, when you're comfortable. But whatever you say, I'm not going to judge. And I want to be there for you. And she said, all right, she fucked my boyfriend. And I walked in and I found, I caught them. <laughs> and so like that situation's happened for sure it has and and they're they're tighter they're it's 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 weird because they're super tight but at that time they wanted to kill each other you know what i mean okay yeah but i would think that situation happens way less frequently than some random like if you go out to a bar you see a girl and you've never met this guy you didn't know him from a hole in the wall to me, I think more people would be way more apt to do it than they would with a friend. Yeah. yeah. Or a family member. Right. You know no, what I it's mean? True. Uh, it's true, for sure. And that's, but that's, I mean, perspective, right? I mean, if you put your, your, your sibling or a family member in that other guy's shoes, that you, might help you stop the it, temptation. But sometimes you don't want to do that because you just want to... Yeah. Fall through. And I think that's more, a little bit more of evaluating how... Uh, uh, conniving that particular person is in that instance, because if you can't see that with, let's say a brother right. as an example for, for, for me, like if I wanted to do that or if my brother wanted to do that to me mm-hmm. and you can't empathize with knowing how your brother would feel in that situation, right. then I think it's a next level of, okay, this is pretty bad. Right. Because, you know, I, I agree at that moment, you might not think about it. You should be. Yep. But it's a lot harder when you don't know the person. Or it's a lot easier when you don't know the person. Right. It's, it's so crazy, though. Hey, we talk about sex and how, you know, you look at one person. You're like, man, I would love to do ungodly things to that person. <laughs> but then when you think of other things like steal, it's not like, man, I would love to steal that guy's watch. I would never do that. It That's is That's not weird. something that I ever would fantasize about, right? Or murdering or, or the other sins, if you will. But that's that's kind of my point. That's why I think like we're kind of hardwired to do it. Cause I'll fully admit, I fantasize about fucking thousands of women. Oh yeah. <laughs> like there's, I am not gonna lie about right. that. But you, like you're right, I, I never dream about scamming somebody. No. Like I would never. Sometimes I dream about pranking somebody. Pranking. For, oh, yeah. But but that also gives them a laugh, and that ultimately gives them some satisfaction. But again, to do like 
physical harm or emotional harm. Right. I would never dream about it. But at the same time, you are doing emotional harm. Right. When you do those things. But you don't think of it like that because your dick is telling you, I want in there. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's true. The, the And I think that might be an interesting study from a medical standpoint. The physiology physiological reactions mm-hmm. and how it affects your brain because there I, is I'm a sure chemical there there's a chemical release that for sure happens in your brain where you, you're just not fucking thinking straight there's, yep right 100%. like it, the endorphins and and shit like that that's going on at that particular yep. moment you're not thinking about oh shit it's gonna ruin her marriage right you're not thinking about that like i'm gonna ruin her vagina <laughs> yeah in a good way <laughs> correct <laughs> all right well we've done enough self-degradation for for my liking yep Listeners, let us know for pieces of shit, or if you've done something similar, maybe don't do it publicly. Maybe send me a private message. <laughs> Thanks again, Churchill, for the sponsor. Mm. Coming out with new episodes every Sunday. Peace.